back to Meet Me in Taipei. This is Jacqueline. And this is Janice. I hope everyone had a great time listening to our previous episode talking about unchangeable decisions that we made in the past. As for today, we want to continue on our episode 65, talking about the shit we received back in Taiwan during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So before we start, thanks to Kevin, who suggested this topic for us, since we all had a great time when everyone was back in Taiwan. So as for the very, very beginning, a lot of you might have been really confused about this week's topic, but we're going to define the shit. So <laughs> what do you like? How do you define this shit here? Um, so like when I define when I say like shit that we receive, it's like people give us like people think that we're superior and people think we're stuck up or people think that like we have the upper hand just because we went to an American school or like international school and we actually like studied abroad. So sometimes I can give off like a very, I wouldn't say vibe, but it, sometimes it can give off like the wrong idea and the wrong like impression to people that like woman be called out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I think the shit that we receive mainly comes from that. And just by being like, sometimes a little reckless with our spending habits for example like at clubs um on like materialistic things or traveling in general just a little bit more fanghua than like like some people in general so i think the shit that we receive on the back end like they're not going to tell us to our faces but you can kind of hear it when they talk or when they talk to us it's like oh you must have You know, mm-hmm. so it's like it's kind of it's kind of like a backhanded like not compliment, but like a backhanded um like how people just see you and judge you. Like you can hear from like what they're trying to impl- imply in that thing that they said to you. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's just um sometimes salty, sometimes it's a little bit sour. But that's like that's the majority of like the quote unquote shit that we receive. Mm-hmm. Like what? What do you think? I think what you said is pretty true because a lot of people are just like, oh, this is too cool, they're in and like. They have, they kind of like give us a tag because we've been outside the country and to study abroad. We've seen more things than they do. And people who said that are majority like study in Taiwan or haven't gone to much countries yet. So yeah, what you said was pretty true. Like they think we're more superior and stuck up and like we have um, more experiences of like maybe traveling or like seeing different things in life. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's it's not a bad thing. It's just sometimes like in Taiwan or I don't know about like other places in Asia, but in Taiwan specifically, it can kind of go off in a bad way that we don't mean it. But, you know, like it can be perceived in a bad way. Mm-hmm. So have you ever encountered situations like this when you're in the States, ever, like for college or even now? Um, No, people actually just like, oh, you're you're like Taiwanese or like you've been to Taiwan. They're actually pretty curious about your background and your life. So they wouldn't give you a tag. They wouldn't give you a judgment based on what you said. So I think that's why people are more welcome here. Like they'd be like, oh, you're so different. You're so cool by having so many different backgrounds. Yeah, like I think since like, well, America is one big, you know, giant melting pot. So they're always interested in seeing people, seeing people with different backgrounds and like just listening to other people's stories in general too. So I think I like the States are definitely a little bit more open to being like oh you're international like and they, they're actually curious about like who you are and like where you're from mm-hmm. and like with that going so like have you ever experienced in either taiwan or in the states 
judging by this like international school or like ABC's whole you know like vibe that you seem like a player or like you're very flirty you you know like you're a fuck girl like whatever you whatever they call it (laughs) well I've I've received a couple of comments back when I was in Taiwan that people just assume that from the way I dress myself from the way I um, do makeup I seem like I live in the club period (laughs) Like, excuse me? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that kind of comments. Or, like, she just seems like a player. Or people... Some people even think I'm a gold digger, which I am very surprised, like, where that come from, you know? Mm, interesting. Okay, yeah. I, I remember you telling me about that. And, yeah, it's <laughs> it's frustrating, to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Um. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um. It's, <laughs> it's like, especially, like, just not just you know how you act and like how you look in general it's also social media so people Mm -hmm. regularly think that like I drink a lot and I club a lot and I like play around a lot she doesn't (laughs) drink by the way (laughs) I don't drink at all maybe like a glass of wine or like half a glass of wine with like a good friend or like in a in a really intimate setting but yeah like I I go out but I don't drink um Mm -hmm. I don't play around I don't have the energy to play around and not to say that like I'm not it's hard to find somebody that I'm like actually attracted to on that level um and yeah how am I a player like I I will (laughs) so it's like it's all these like wrong assumptions about ABCs in general not just like us like me and Jacqueline but people just assume that like we know how to play we know how to party we we always have like a really hot date lined up during the weekend or every day at like <laughs> you know but you know that's not true it's just maybe, maybe like sometimes they're true but <laughs> to people we like okay not every week and not definitely not like with mm-hmm. a different guy every week so it's just like it's just again there are just assumptions that people make about abcs like oh you're more open minded or need a need a kaifang indian so that usually gets linked to a lot of like bad things. Yeah, totally agree. Mm-hmm. So I have a I have an experience that happened back when I was working at an Italian restaurant back in Taiwan. That was, I remember that was like the summer when I went back during college time, and I was working at a restaurant and ATT for fun and hatala, so it's okay. <laughs> and I. Okay, first of all, I was working at that, like, self-serving restaurant, and I didn't really like the manager because she was being really mean to me, and Mm -hmm. she'll give me, like, a lot of whatsoever. The reason why I don't really like him wasn't because she giving me, like, demands, like, oh, what should you do, and stuff like that. It was because she gave me a judgment based on the way I look. She was, because, you know, like, for a lot of people that know me, I have a couple earrings on my left ear. But the reason why I have, like, so many ear piercings is because my parents don't allow me having tattoos, which I don't really know what I want as well. So I don't really know, like, if it's a right thing to get a tattoo right now. So I always mm-hmm. put that energy into my ear piercings. So that's why I have a lot. And I just think that, mm-hmm. like, that's, like, a jewelry that kind of, like, stands, you know, presenting in front of someone. Yeah. And ear piercing doesn't really mean that much to me. But I remember that day when I was, um, you know, we always had to tie our hair up because it was, at, like, restaurant working. Yeah. And then I remember my managers walked next to me be like, you're studying in America. And I was like, yeah. And then she stared at my ear. She goes, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I almost slapped her right in the face, you know. I was like, um, yeah. And then I was just like, uh-huh. <laughs> 
I was like, so <laughs> I remember that you're telling me, and like, I'm very confused. But I was just like, okay, so just by staring at my ear piercing, you're assuming that I go out, I'm a player. It can be true, but also you can't just judge a person by its ear piercings. Excuse me. So that's the shit I received. Yeah. No, you could just be like, I have the potential to be. You know, I can easily pull your husband if you want, but like, I choose not to. <laughs> It's not like you can have it. I don't want it. <laughs> I know, exactly. Which is what I'm saying, you know, like you're not, but you can, just don't want yeah. to. <sighs> I get it. That's unfortunate. They're annoying. I definitely have met a couple of that as well. Mm-hmm. And speaking of which, it's just like numerous ear piercings are just one of the taboos that people like try to avoid in Taiwan, especially because as much as Taipei City is international and like very, a little bit more quote unquote open minded. It's still quite traditional and conservative in some areas. Sort of the other thing that I wanted to bring up was is tattoos. Um, <laughs> so like for those of you who know me by either on IG or like just in, you know, like in real life, you do know that I have like a couple of tattoos, two of them which are really small and one really, really big one <laughs> unexpectedly. That doesn't mean, I guess like you would, you can say like judging by if you see me, for example, in a bikini outside, and you saw my tattoo, you would probably have a pre-assumption about who I am as a person. Because it runs down from my the dip of my waist down to my thigh. So it's quite big. And usually tattoos that are that big in Taiwan are perceived as like either one, like you all you go clubbing or like you know just really bad things in general. Mm-hmm. So definitely I've definitely been judged and I've definitely gotten more looks. <laughs> especially in Taipei or in Taiwan, then I have compliments. Mm -hmm. So tattoos are, small tattoos are fine, but like really big ones, either on girls or guys, you still kind of get judged. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I've noticed. Yeah. Because I remember like me asking for a tattoo and my dad didn't even answer. He just gave me a stare and be like, (laughs) yeah, you better go. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I, I really want one, but at the same time, I don't know what exactly I should get. So it's not really a big of a desire that I'm craving for right now. But like mm-hmm. speaking of that, taboos that people avoid in Taiwan is also like having boyfriends at the age of 14 to 16, <laughs> which we both encountered that time. Um, yeah, like I think a lot of people in the United States, like they can start dating someone or seeing someone maybe at the age of like 14, 15. Now that people are more using TikTok, you can't even tell they're 15 when they dress like 25. Ooh, yeah. So, you know, um, yeah. so I feel like having a boyfriend at the age of 16 was very young for me because I was pretty naive back then. And also it's just people in the tr- like people in Asia was just like more traditional. They feel like since you're not fully grown up you're gonna make a lot of like funny decisions when you're with <laughs> the other person which is pretty true mm-hmm. it, yeah it is true it is true and like generally people are more accepting of like relationships or like early earlier relationships when you're like a teenager and like you're right i i did have a quote-unquote like a boyfriend when i was like 14 15 um not the best decision thinking back <laughs> on it but like you know, like you're young and <laughs> you know. But in all honesty, it's just is also one of the taboos because when you're walking down a street, you're usually in uniforms. You're like holding hands with your your boyfriend back then, and people on the street will instantly kind of just meow mm-hmm. ni you know, 
and be like, 还是学生，怎么要这样？为什么要这样子？ Or they'll just have like a really bad perception of you during that moment. So I've, I've like, I've also, I also remember people looking at me differently because I'm pretty sure I looked really young when I was 14. So. Mm. Also, the other taboo that we kind of want to touch on is sneaking out at night. So I feel like sneaking out at night is something that would most likely happen in America because sometimes fr- friends just suddenly want to like, oh, come down, I'm at your house or something like that. But I started sneaking out at night、uh, during the time when I was dating my very first boyfriend, and、mm-hmm. that was so intense because <laughs> I never done this in my life. And knowing my house. There's three doors, so I have to go out of my door. My okay, four doors actually. I have to go to my I'll go out of my room, my room door, and then like our front door, and then like the middle door, and then like the 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 door at the first floor. And、mm-hmm. the door at the first floor is usually really loud. So every、yeah. time when I do that, it just gives me like so much chills. And coming back is also like a thing, but. I love sneaking out at night because I love that hunchbacked energy. But、um, when I got caught, I remember when I got caught, my mom didn't talk to me for a whole week, and she started hating my very first boyfriend because she was just thinking that, oh, he's the reason why you turned into a person like this. You know,、mm. All that kind of assumptions, but it was because how I enjoy doing it or so, you know. But、yeah. they can't really do anything. But have you ever had any experience of sneaking out at night? Um, I, I cannot sneak out at night, like whatsoever. But I have just like, cause like the how my old house is set up, you you are literally unable to sneak out at night without like, 就是家人听到 But I had a lot of experiences like staying out late, especially when you're like fifteen. When you're when you're staying out till ten, eleven, and telling your parents like, oh yeah, I'm at a bar. <laughs> That's kind of a red flag. And especially if you're like, oh yeah, I, I'm with my boyfriend at a bar. With like people older than me, like kids older than me, then it's definitely something that they're they're gonna be concerned about.、Mm-hmm. Um, so there would be a lot of times where I would come home, like, or I would be really drunk because I didn't know I couldn't handle alcohol. So I would come home, try it, pretend everything's okay, and like crash. Yeah, yeah, and then or like I would have to make up an excuse and tr- try to pretend that I'm not drunk. Like, oh, I'm at like a friend's、mm-hmm. uh, studying something. So that was like. It's just annoying because I'm pretty sure they can tell. Because like when you go home, you smell, you reek of alcohol,、mm-hmm. and you know you just they they're gonna see that you're not studying, <laughs> you were out partying.、Mm-hmm. So that was that was just annoying because like I didn't want to lie to my parents, but they weren't really accepting of me going out or me staying out, and I thought it wasn't fair because quote unquote all of my friends were doing it.、Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I remember. Okay, you just brought up a point of that you making an excuse that something happened. I remember the excuse that I used to make when I was home late was I'll tell my mom that oh, what's in the jail is open for me. That's like the best excuse that I could ever think of because I mean I don't want to tell my mom that because okay my um curfew was like ten o'clock. Yeah. Back then, and ten、uh-huh. o'clock is basically when everything starts. So I couldn't really do anything back then, but I would just hang out with um my puppy love, and then we will just maybe like chill around outside the house or like maybe. Get home like fifteen minutes late, but then my mom will always be waiting for me, and I've used this excuse a couple of times. You're like, oh, 中校东路，中校哦，我不会坐，那边我不会坐。Yeah, 中校 <laughs> But but past ten thirty, 
she gets a little crazy. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, like, when you're 14 or 15, it's, like, understandable now mm-hmm. that you think about it. Yeah, the other thing in, like, Taiwan, I think, is that a lot of people call each other, like, older sister or, like, older brother. Like, a bunch of that shit going on, especially in our school. <laughs> oh, my God, I remember. I remember this. Especially at our school. So it's like, I wouldn't say it's a taboo, but it's also that, because like we're, we're also in uniforms, you know, and like, it's a pretty small, it's a fairly small school. So everybody knows each other. And we just kind of have that like label put on like, oh, this is Sounds <laughs> thinking back on it. I remember, um, do you know who? Yeah. He used to be like, Yeah, I remember you telling me. I'm going to beep out his name. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, sure, why not? You're the most likely to go, go, of course. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but it's stuff like that that is also a little bit... I don't know about other schools or like other other people, but that was pretty rampant at our school. <laughs> do do what you may with that information. I just, you know, thinking back on it, it's it's a kind of like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So in general, do you think these kinds of like shits that we talked about apply to your like apply to you Jacqueline so I think these uh these shit that maybe some like some applies to me but it depends on which one you can figure that out yourself because I'm not gonna let you guys know which one applies <laughs> but um I think some of them are pretty accurate but some of them are just very just judgments and assumption that when people don't really know much about you and it's I feel like it's not that annoying from a point of view, but it could be very annoying from like like what I was saying, like a manager's point of view from an adult's point of view, because sometimes you really are not that kind of person. Or maybe they can just word it in a different way instead of just looking at you and giving you like, oh, you can chat just down there. Yeah. No, it's, it's frustrating to say, like, again, to say the least, because not just from like an adult, but people should never really judge you for what you wear or like how you are i feel like there's a certain image that that is being put out especially and i can't stress this enough especially in asia but it's just unfair and i feel like this generation at least have gotten less and less judgmental but the older generation and more traditional people are still quite judgmental and accordingly to like just you know, like the image that you put out, like your eyeliner, how many piercings you have, tattoos, how you dress, how you talk, and like, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So do you think these shits apply to you? Like apply to your figure as well? Um, I don't. It's it's definitely applied to me more in Taiwan than it did in the States. Uh, just because, again, like, I feel like Taiwan, Taiwanese people, especially elders, like adults and grandparents and stuff, a little, they're a little bit more judgmental and like conservative compared to people in the states. Mm-hmm. And like I wouldn't say most of them are accurate. Uh, in fact, like a lot of people who have assumptions about me, especially on social media or like just meeting, just in general, have quite a different uh, opinion of me or like first impression of me after they've gotten to know me a little bit more. So I am proud to say that like usually that's not the case. But mm-hmm. then again, you can't really control what people think of you. You know, you can just, you, there's only so much you control. So it's kind of sad, but at the same time, you also kind of get used to it. And you try not to let it, like, bother you too much. At least that's from, like, 
my perspective. So do you think these shit happen often when you're back in States? No, not at all. Like, there is some point, well, especially, like, in the States, you're mainly talking in English. So it doesn't really, people don't think you're stuck up or, like, think you're ABC. But another issue is they're also, they're also quite, they can also judge you if they know you're an international student. You know, so it's like, it's a different kind of judgment. And they can also judge you if, they can also judge you based off on your social media. That's a whole other conversation as well. But there's a lot of things that people in the States may judge you on that are different than in Taiwan. What do you think? Is that true for you? Yeah, like, I don't think these shit will happen often when we're back in the States because, again, like, Taiwan is so small, but when you're entering such big countries, like, people have different kind of assumptions and judgments. And at first, people think that you're cool. But then maybe after, like, going through social media, be like, oh, you're, diff- you know, you're, like, kind of different. Like, you have a two different figures and all that. Um, I I haven't thought of what people think of me back here in States because I don't really have a problem going back in process of what the kind of judgments I've been receiving or, or all that because it was just, like, it happens naturally. But it never comes to the point where I had to think this is bothering me like that Mm -hmm. right which is good i feel like since you know like you're you're living your life and when you're younger when i was like 16 18 19 i was definitely a lot more like oh not aware but i was definitely a lot more sensitive to Mm -hmm. how people think of me like that but you know like at the end of the day it's just you're you're doing you so but yeah that's the wrap up of our episode this week and I, we hope you guys enjoyed it. There's definitely a lot more to talk about in terms of like shits that ABC like people receive in Taiwan. We just wanted to highlight a few that we've experienced overall and <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed it. If there are any other kinds of like experiences that you guys had in Taiwan as an English speaking foreigner or, or student, please let us know. We're quite interested in it because this is a really big topic. But yeah, um, circling back on our next episode we will be talking about hobbies or things that we like to do that people wouldn't expect us to like to do so tune in and it'll be quite fun to look at you guys's reaction about surprising you with our fun facts so <laughs> again tune in next week on sunday at mimi and taipei this is janice and this is jacqueline we'll see you guys next week bye bye, bye.